If you're a Disney Plus subscriber and you're watching The Mandalorian, Jack and I have a podcast for you. Every week, we'll discuss the latest episode of The Mandalorian and talk about other great content and maybe some not-so-great content on Disney Plus as well. As two lifelong Star Wars fans, we have a ton of fun geeking out over all the little details of the show, and we want you to join us every Monday. So search for Disney Plus Reviews. That's Disney P-L-U-S Reviews. Hey, Phil, how about that, Baby Yoda? Baby Yoda says, What's the podcast? fans <laughs> to a brand new episode of Quality Check Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Posey, joined by, as always, Drew Douglas. Why are you so happy? I'm actually... We're in the middle of a pandemic. You should not be happy. I am jacked up on coffee right now. Oh. I got probably another cup, maybe 30 minutes before recording, because it's not that I'm tired. It's just that I need my caffeine fix, and I didn't have any soda today. I haven't either. Are you going on like a streak of seeing how long you can go without soda? At the moment, I try to do one or two a week. Man, that's tough because for me, I'm doing at least two a day. At Gee, least. Seriously? <laughs> I was. night. I don't, honestly, I think it's just with it being the summer and I'm getting out on the bike that, and using that as like my main means of commuting, that I'm able to keep the pounds down because if it weren't for that i probably would end up playing a charlie in the chocolate factory when the kid <laughs> eats all that chocolate what are you drinking what Just, is your uh, go-to right now right now it's been a mix where i go back and forth with wild cherry pepsi mm-hmm. and liberty brew mountain Ooh, dew i was gonna ask you if it was baja or liberty brew there was one day last week where a co-worker of ours who we've talked about on the show before he walked in and I was literally chugging a small <laughs> bottle of Liberty Broom and then I ended up pulling a Buddy the Elf where I burnt for straight <laughs> two minutes uh, Okay, it's so good but, I love it so we have so many at, at my house we have so many drinks that we are running out of room for food and we've come to the decision we have to get a mini fridge <laughs> So, is this happening this month? It's going to happen soon. We have gift cards from the wedding. We have some money. So, we're getting a nice mini fridge. Like, you know, one of the ones with the clear door. Oh, It's going to so be awesome. It's going to be in the living room. You should get, like, a wine cooler, but instead it's for soda. Only for soda. It's going to be hard seltzers. It's going to be Coca-Cola. And Guinness. Pop. Some brews. I've been drinking a lot of Red Bull. I do like Red Bull. I get really? the sugar-free, like, the smaller cans. Okay, Th- those are good. Love it. Yeah, I haven't had a Red Bull in a long time, but I do love the sugar-free. I like the. I drink Monster. What's your favorite energy drink? Monster. Is it like the the green? Because I can't. Uh, that is yeah, like the normal, and I'll right? do sugar-free too. Okay. I, I, I try to do sugar-free. Do you remember? This is a random question. Talking about energy drinks and soda, do you remember Game Fuel whenever Halo came out? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still around. What What is the the new... It's not Game Fuel, but... Or is it still called Game Fuel? I believe it's still called Game Fuel, the Mountain Dew one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I, I remember whenever that first came out, 
And during finals in college, I would end up chugging at least two of those. Goodness. Now, they these energy drinks, they don't literally energize me. I just like the taste. That honestly is the same reason that I have as well. I just, especially whenever you get Mountain Dew, I love these like seasonal Mountain Dews. I'm addicted. Now, KFC has a good one. It's like Southern Lightning or something. Oh, yeah, I know what. I've never had it. Is it good? It's great. And I'm not a, it's like a mixture of tea with Mountain Dew. I'm not a big tea fan. I, I don't like it at all. But I, oh. we went to KFC, I don't know, a couple months ago for chicken and waffles. And I got some of that. And I was like, I have to get this. That sounds like an adventurous drink. I couldn't drink it because I'm not a tea guy. Yeah, but it's not tea. That's, I'm telling you, it's not tea. So does it taste like you're drinking soda know. with yeah, tea? Yeah, I mean, it tastes it's like a like, Mountain Dew, but it's got a little tea flavor. Because sometimes they end up, you know, promoting it in terms of it'll taste like this and it doesn't taste like that at all. I think it's, I think it's, I was, as somebody that just doesn't like tea, I was pleasantly surprised. Man, this makes me want to go get another Liberty Brew tonight. Now, do you like Arnie Palmies? I've never had one, to be honest. Because I, I could maybe drink one of those too. Yeah, I'm, I'm never, I, it sounds like something I could do, but. I just haven't. I'm that sounds too adventurous for me. For tea. Anytime anytime we start working that day and I'm like, eh, uh, maybe maybe I'll add that to the list of to try soon. Speaking of to try soon, we've got a great episode for all of you listeners out there. This is our pop culture pickums for the month of August. Hence, welcome back, pop culture fans. So we will be talking about three things that are happening in the month of August that we're excited to share with you. I can tell you August is going to be a big month. I'm very stoked for August. But before we get to that, why don't we cover our July picks and do a recap on what we had picked then and if it lived up to the hype. I had Paper Mario, the Origami King. I'm still playing it. It looks good. It looks like a lot of fun. It's fun. There's some frustrating elements to it, but overall, I like it. Is it one of the better Paper Marios? I've never played one before. Oh, that's right. This is it for me. What about one of the better Marios? Uh, yeah, it's fine. I'd rather play like Odyssey or something else like that. I had Unsolved Mysteries, which I had already seen when we did this last month. Still like that. Looking forward to more. And then I did Palm Springs. And of those three, Palm Springs was at your number one, right? No, I think I had Unsolved Mysteries as number one. Okay. But uh, Palm Springs is a really good movie. I liked it a lot. So you would recommend it? A high recommend? Yeah. I mean, I like Andy Samberg a lot. And I think this was really funny. It's pretty clever. Now, what about Kristen Malati? Is that how you say your last name? Uh, she played the mother in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, really good in this. So, okay. And you she might... was also in The Wolf of Wall Street, which was Leo's first wife. Yeah. And then he... Uh... Went to Margot Robbie, a.k.a. Harley Quinn. He, he dumped her. Uh, yeah, she's really good in that. I think you might fall in love with her. I need to watch that. I need to also start Unsolved Mysteries. And I'm not going to lie. I'm needing to watch everything that was on my list from July because I haven't even started one thing. You had, <laughs> I had numerous people ask me what was up with his picks. They were poo-poo. I had Anne Frank Parallel Stories, Room 104 Season 4, the final season on HBO, and Showbiz Kids on HBO. Two of those things you will never see. I guarantee it. I 
am actually very excited for Showbiz Kids. And the Anne Frank, I was starting that during a work day. Mm. And I, because every, like, there's one day out of the week where I have to do this long report. And during that, I'll put on, like, a documentary or something and kind of treat it like a podcast. And I'll listen. And I started and then I had to pause it because something happened and I have not returned to it. The main reason why I've not watched any of those things, because Friday the 13th consumed most of my time last month. And if you want to know more about that, go check out our last podcast in which we talked about that. And the last thing. It consumed two days of your life. There was 31 days in July. I will say, though, right now we have unseasonable weather. It's a lot cooler. Feels like fall. Feels like fall. It's very weird. You can smell that campfire outside. Smelled that this morning. I loved it. You can also... It, it it just seems like as soon as you walk out, it's like you're walking into fog and this sense of premarital sex that's happening in my teens. <laughs> Jeez. Hence Friday the 13th. So, yeah, I actually am really tempted to go rewatch those movies all over again. I got to wait for that box set, baby. Well, you talked about before we hit record on this that you were going to do Christine and I need to do mm. that. Rewatch. Now, HBO Max has, I told you this, five of the Freddy Krueger movies. Mm-hmm. I've only seen the original one and the reboot. Mm. So I'm going to go on a on a Krueger binge. I did, but I need to like rewatch because I was very distracted during that entire rewatch. That's not good. What were you distracted with? Uh, honestly, I was reading and like doing laundry reading? and stuff. Yeah. No. That, that sounds bad. That's why like I, I was up. Doing laundry and, and other things, and whenever I was, I had, had that on. Have you seen them before? Yes. Oh, okay. But it did not keep my attention, and no, I don't hate it. I don't know if it was the fact of it was just like the movies, or was it me? Was it that? Because like, how did that not keep my attention? But Friday the Thirteenth movies did. Who knows? But I need to go back and rewatch. Well, that. Friday the Thirteenth rules. That was so much fun. I had so much fun rewatching that. And it's probably going to happen again very soon. Well, let's move on quickly to our August picks. And before we jump into our list, we talked about HBO and what did not make my list, but it's a what would come in number four. This HBO Max list of movies and shows that are coming out in August is insane. Like old movies, new movies, TV shows across the board. It is so awesome that I just wrote down HBO Max. I almost had that as my number three. I mean, this month on HBO, The Way Back, starring Ben Affleck. Haven't seen it. Birds of Prey. Love it. An American Pickle. And you're forgetting a big one, Richard Jewell. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Richard Jewell, which my wife and I do this thing where we, we do movie and dinner. And that's this week. I haven't seen Richard Jewell yet, and I've been plowing through Eastwood. Man, I can't wait for you to get to it. I can't wait to watch it. I'm really excited for this Saturday. I love your idea. It's basically the TNT, the old whenever. I can't remember the host, but it was on TNT Network, and they did dinner and a movie back in the early 2000s, I think. I I loved it. I think they brought that back. Oh, it's so cool. We did this past weekend. We did That Thing You Do masterpiece what did you eat with that like what was the 
the well, dinner of choice. you know, there's not a lot of food in that movie, but at one point, Guy is eating a burger while he's working at his father's appliance store. So we had Black Sheep, which is a restaurant here in town. That's good. So we had burgers. My burger was wrong. We got home and realized <laughs> I had gotten the wrong one. You get the S- Blues Brothers? What is it? I didn't. I got the uh, Born in the USA. I did. Oh. It was not a Born in the USA. Oh. I don't know what it was. And then we got one of their alcoholic shakes. Are those good? I've never had it. It was pretty good. Mine, by the time we got home and I'd eaten the burger, mine had melted. So it was just kind of like a loose shake, and I really tasted the alcohol. Well, Which but, only made the movie that much better. Steve but, Zahn <laughs> was making me a lull. Man, Zahn is, he's, he is a master class. Give, give that guy a master class. He's amazing. Do you have any runner-ups for the picks of August? Yeah, one of them I already said. It's called An American Pickle. Ooh. Almost in my top three, but uh, it got subbed out. Brand new Seth Rogen movie. Simon Rich. That is so that's so interesting, the idea and just the fact that it's coming out on HBO Max. It's it's a good thing. One thing I've noticed, reviews not very good. Very mm. middle of the road. Uh, Still super excited though. But what's like the reason? Have you read into it? Far or, or have you kind of avoided a lot of the reviews? I'm kind of avoiding it. I've seen um, things like it's not that funny. I've seen things that it's super racist. Oh, for real? Oh, like I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, just I, I'm kind of not listening or reading it. I don't want to know anything, but that's number four. Why don't we jump into our official picks? What's your number three for August? I predicted the MLB and the uh, NBA would not happen. They're happening, but I'm saying this right now. The NFL will not happen. That's why my number three is Madden 21. I buy Madden every year, no matter what, even though the game doesn't change that much. <laughs> but I'm excited because I always play it, and I'm excited to see what this looks like on the PS5. Mm. So my version that I'm getting gets upgraded whenever I buy the PS4, which will be as soon as it goes up for pre-order. I, I'm, I got to lock that thing in. When is the PS5 coming out? Unknown. Okay. Fall 2020. I would say November, hopefully. Just in time for that second stimulus check, baby. I'm hoping. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping. uh, I guess rumors are we'll know more in August when we can pre-order it, how much it'll be. I don't care if it's a thousand bucks. That thing is mine. That honestly is going to be my next big upgrade. And honestly, I may end up doing Madden too because that would be a lot of fun. NBA 2K21 is going to look amazing. Do you think that'll be the only football we get in 2021? Yeah. Sadly, I 20, do. For this upcoming season. I, I, football is just so hard. I don't, I don't see how you can do it. Man, that, that just sucks. But at least we'll get Mahomes in that Madden edition. We can be, the Chiefs can be Super Bowl champions for even longer, though. That's true. They're the only team that held it for two years and. Without winning it again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They just held on to that ball. My number three is a throwback. And I believe you saw this. We haven't talked a whole lot about it. But during this time where you just want a feel good, something that's like a great story that's uplifting or a movie or TV show that you're able to sit down and just feel good about yourself and the state of the world because there's so it just seems like there's just so much with the pandemic happening where you're drained like you're i feel drained easy or easier at the end of the day but with this movie coming out on amazon prime on august 6th 
it will bring a smile on my face. And that movie is Peanut Butter Falcon. Have you not seen that? I have. Okay, okay. But I'm picking it because I can't wait for it to come out again. It ranks as one of my favorites from last year. Favorite movies. You love Shia, too. Shia is fantastic in it. He's good. But for that, Zach, who is the main character who has Down syndrome, he and Shia became like best buds during this. Uh, They actually started dating. They are the best. And I can't stress it enough. This movie was one of those that it ended up like making me sad and happy at the same time. And I went through the gamut of emotions. Highly recommend. I've seen it before. I just can't wait to rewatch it. Good movie. Liked it a lot. You like uh, Dakota Fanning in it? uh, Johnson? Dakota Johnson? Oh, yeah, what I say? <laughs> Fanny, Dakota <laughs> Fanny. I almost did that, too, and I was thinking while I was talking, like, it's Dakota Johnson. And then the only, the, the reason that brought me back was it's Don Johnson's daughter. Oh, yeah. She. Do you like her overall? You think she's a good actress? Yeah, she's okay. I she, liked her in that movie, though. She she was good in the in Peanut Butter Falcon. Every across the board, and Thomas Hayden Church. We, oh yeah, really. I was nice to see him again. Yeah, it felt like before that movie. It's been forever since we've seen him. That just it's one of those great movies to to watch. And the inspiration behind that story is amazing. And if you don't know that, Google it because it is. Something that will, in addition to the movie, bring a smile to your face. Good movie, and honestly, one of Dakota Fanning's best movies. Number (laughs) two. It's an HBO series. It's called Lovecraft Country. Comes on HBO Max and HBO August 16th. It's based off a book which I own. I have not listened to it yet. Oh, okay. I'm going to try to crank this out before the 16th. I'm currently listening to The Stand, and I have 24 hours left. So you've got The Stand and Lovecraft Country. Yeah, I might have to do Lovecraft before Christine. It'll be the intermission. I think Lovecraft is only like 10 hours, so you know what? I should just take a little break from The Stand, because honestly, listening to that right now is actually very frightening, oh. but also kind of thrilling in a weird <laughs> way. And then uh, I'll, I'll crank that out and get ready for this show, because it looks incredible. The... I, I, from what my understanding is with Lovecraft Country, it's a book that hopefully they'll be able to expand on that series, like with this show that's coming out, kind of like what they did with Stephen King's The Outsider. I can't wait for this show. Jordan Peele, J.J. Abrams, executive producing it. I wonder if Jordan wrote any of the episodes. Do you know? I have no clue. Can't wait for it. It's going to be a good good show. My number two was your runner-up, American Pickle. Wow. I actually am very excited. And once again, I don't know if it's the fact of we're entering into six months of the pandemic, but I'm looking for things that will end up bringing a smile to my face. And Seth Rogen playing a 100-year-old version of himself. It's basically the millennial version and this colonial version of him of Seth Rogen, it looks like a lot of fun. You like Seth Rogen overall, right? Uh, I will say that I like Seth Rogen. I don't love Seth Rogen. Like, I know... Do you love Seth Rogen? I would say I'm a big fan of Seth Rogen. I, I like him, but there's never... Let me put it this way. When Seth Rogen first started to make his waves, like, say, around the knocked up time period, loved him. There was a time where I started falling off a little bit, 
And now, most recently, I'm starting to like, he's he's on the rise again for me. Because I'm starting to go back and rewatch some of the stuff that he's in and realize some of the stuff that he's been a part of to develop the careers of a few people who, it's awesome. And he also seems like an, a pretty cool guy. Now, what was the one he did last year with uh, Charlize? Long shot. Long shot. I've been wanting to watch that again. Not a fan. I loved it. I was, it was. I thought that was great. It was okay, but it felt so generic in terms of Seth Rogen comedies. Like it just. Whenever you look at Seth Rogen, you think for me of movies that it's his brand. Long shot didn't seem like a Seth Rogen brand. But he also like didn't write it right. It's from the guy that did Fifty Fifty. Oh, now see, I really like 50-50. was great. That that's a great movie. Now I I could see if that's the case, then not a big deal. But it was like overall, it was okay. I'll say that long shot was was okay. I thought it was delightful. I don't know if I'd rewatch it anytime soon. Number one. Speaking of Fifty Fifty, starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he's in my number one movie. Because, oh my gosh! You know it's funny. You said you kind of want something light and fun during mm-hmm. the pandemic. You want something that you can turn your brain off, or maybe laugh at. Project Power, <sighs> Netflix, August Fourteenth. Man, Jamie Fox, JGL. I'm surprised by this. Well, here's the plot: a former soldier teams up with a cop. To find the source behind a dangerous pill that provides temporary superpowers. I haven't seen Jamie Foxx on anything besides that. What is it? Uh, it was Shazam or something. Whatever that show oh. is that he hosts. Oh yeah, the uh, the Fox show. Whatever that dopey thing. I feel like I haven't seen him since like uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two. Remember too when that movie came out? It was like Sleepless or something like that. Ooh, I like Sleepless. I need to watch it. That's a good January dopey action film. My my girlfriend really liked it, and I was like, hmm, I I don't know how I feel about that. Maybe maybe I should try it. I haven't, but the other thing is. JGL, it seems like you said maybe making a comeback. I just like seeing him more. Yeah, this Oregon. is his second film this year. He took time off because he's a father, father of two. Well, and he's he needed a break. He also, uh, it was an Amazon movie that was released last month, I believe. Yeah, seventy five hundred. Did you see that? Have you I seen need it to. I'm uh, really wanting to watch it. It's on my queue. Right. What do you think the uh, the budget is for Project Power? I mean, with Netflix's current track record, I'd say probably 40 mil. Wow, no, $85 million. What? Project J- Power, baby. Woo. JGL. That's That looks like a lot of fun. I wish that were my number one. Now, that was close to making my list, but number one for me is your number two, Lovecraft Country. Can not wait. It better beat run from HBO because that show was such a bed turd that it's like canceled. <laughs> How many episodes is this? Eight or ten? Let me see. I need to start Perry Mason too. I I need to as well. I've been waiting for that. Uh, I know the series finale ten. aired, so I can now binge it. Ten episodes. And wow, that seems like a lot. Yeah. And I, oh man, I just, I cannot wait. This is going to be so, so good. Now, random note, I'm hoping that with all the Emmy love, uh, Damon Lindelof comes back for some more Watchmen. You know, 
I, I agree because based on what what uh, I'm hearing, Lindelof, well, he's been very adamant, like, no, 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 I'm, I'm done. I mean, they asked but, him recently again. He's like, no, mm-hmm. I have no ideas. Did you end up seeing that um, there was a Collider interview with Damon by chance? It's a great, like, hour and a half conversation. Definitely worth watching. If Is that when he talks about Lost and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, would, I, I, read, I read a lot of parts of it. I haven't watched it yet. So just a, a real quick, I'm going through this and checking out the writers of Lovecraft Country, and it appears that Jordan Peele wrote the first episode. Well, the other thing is we're getting Jonathan Majors just two months after he was in Defy Bloods. And he was great in Defy Blood, but another great surprise. And he is going to be one of, well, actually the main actor. And then we've also got Journey Smollett. Yeah, Black Canary, baby. And coming my, off of Twilight Zone. That's my Black Canary. Yeah, good Big episode of Twilight Zone, too. It was, yeah. She's always, I mean, Friday Night Lights, baby. Have you thought about going back to rewatch the Twilight Zone season two? No. Oh, I'm not paying for it. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a good reason not to. Why don't we now cover the last thing that you watched or listened to or read? You so you mentioned the stand, but is that your last thing? Nah, I'm in the middle of it. Last night I watched. Uh, I'm doing Eastwood binge. I watched True Crime. Man, just okay. You you said that it some would, good, some bad, some miscast. Maybe if he were recast or in the role that Eastwood played, but Charlie Sheen took it. Jeez. Because he would have been like, because they did that movie like Firefox or something around that same time. I thought they did a movie called The Rookie. Is yeah. that what I'm thinking of? I don't know. They, they There was some movie together, which I didn't know. And there's a lot of Eastwood I haven't watched yet. And that is one of them. But well, true crime, though. Just all right. I, there, And we've been talking about this. HBO needs to get a Clint Eastwood section and just have all Eastwood movies it's like DC. If you were to tell me before HBO Max came out, hey, there's a Clint Eastwood section, I'd sign up just for that. I mean, there. Are, this is how I've been watching the bulk of these so far, and there's probably like 15 of his films on here. Man, that's so good. With another one coming on Saturday. But he's like in bed with WB. It's so good for us. You're right. It was called The Rookie with Charlie Sheen, and yeah, that's the name of it. Can't wait for that one. I've got I've got a ton. There are forty. It's forty years, forty movies of Clint Eastwood with WB, and it's a DVD collection. I need to get Ooh. that on Blu-ray because some of those movies are bad, like the quality, bad quality. But True Crime, I need to add that to my list, even if it's just okay. I need to see it. It's not a bad movie, but he is. He's probably like 55 in this movie. It's hard to tell, though, because he looks older than he is in some of these. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But he plays this, like, womanizer who, <laughs> I mean, literally is, like, cheating on his wife with other married women. He's also a father of, like, a three-year-old. Mm. He just seems completely miscast. It, it, it seems like somebody that would be, like, in his mid-30s. What's better, him as a womanizer in True Crime or him as a womanizer in The Mule? I love him. I love him as a 90-something-year-old man <laughs> grabbing titties <laughs> like he does The Mule. Really looking forward to watching The Mule again. It's it's good. I, it's I, ready to go. That might be next, but I've been wanting to watch Flags of Our Fathers. Mm. Um, I don't you, know. It's hard... Jersey Boys I might do next. Uh, 
Richard Jewell is this weekend, as I said, so I'm going to get a couple more Clint Eastwoods in. Now, how does Lexi, your wife, feel about Richard Jewell? Is she excited for it as well? She can't wait. Man, I'm We both a- had to agree on the movie night. And what was... Oh, you, you said the, for the last one. So we did that thing you do. I think mm-hmm. we did the rental a couple weeks ago, which was oh. my... I had to... I was like, well, can we watch this, please? And she watched it and was like, yeah, let's do it. And then... Um, I can't remember what we did the week before. We, we've only recently started this because we just, I don't know if you know this, we got married about two months ago. <laughs> Coming up on two months. So if you need to, if you want to buy me something for that two-month anniversary, feel free. Actually, that would be great. We should create a GoFundMe. And what if we raise like $5,000? For us? Yeah. Yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs> you get like five mini fridges. <laughs> just buy us a mini fridge. So speaking of your wedding... There was a photo that was released of Lexi and the entire crew that she works with where, I don't know who did it, but recreated the Bridesmaids poster and and posted that. And my girlfriend and I were talking about that photo. And I said, you know what? You've never seen Bridesmaids. Ooh. Let's watch it. And I rewatched it, but it was the director's cut, the unrated version, which is only about six minutes longer. Never seen that one. But you've seen Bridesmaids, right? Yeah, 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 I saw that. Oh, do you like it? It's okay, or uh, you know, I thought it was fine. Thought it was funny. I've never seen it again. I I remember Melissa Carthy dumping in a sink, <laughs> just like spraying <laughs> diarrhea, right? Yeah, and that that was uh, that whole that scene was really funny to me. But my girlfriend, after it was over, she's like, that was pointless. The whole movie? Almost. She said it was okay, but way overhyped. That's what she told me. And when it first came out, I ended up loving it. Saw it in the theaters. But once again, it was so weird watching it with her. I remember in the theater, people losing it over certain scenes. Like, for example, no spoilers, but there's an air marshal scene. And he gets up, and it's revealed who the air marshal is. I remember the entire theater erupting whenever he's like, I'm the air marshal. (laughs) And it's like, I thought it was funny. It's a good, I think, group movie. Yes, it's a very good group movie. So her and I watched it. She, like, laughed very little. And I was, like, laughing a lot. And then she just, she was, like, kind of chuckling. But then don't you feel awkward laughing because... Then she's not laughing, and you're like, wait, should I be laughing? And it kind of ruins yeah. it a little bit. But then I try to, like, overhype the laugh, where sometimes I overcompensated, and then I felt <laughs> even more like an idiot. But, yeah, she thought it was just okay. It was the director, the, for the unrated version, director's cut, it was okay, but I will say my major thing after rewatching it, I would say when I saw it, it was like an A, A minus. Now it's like a B plus B. But if they were to trim the movie to a cool hour and a half, the pace, everything would feel so much better, faster, keep it tighter. and Keep it tight, baby. Yeah. I don't know if I would ever watch that again. After rewatching it this time, I think I'm good for a while. But I would be more prone to watching Ghostbusters again. I have Bridesmaids on Blu-ray, and I don't have Ghostbusters on Blu-ray. For some reason... I don't know why I have that a digital version of that. It was like free, yeah. They were just like giving it away for free at one point. Maybe you got it from Regal. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> one of the free Regal, things. 
reopening in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. We need to, I don't know if, I don't want to put you on the spot. Oh. They're opening up in a couple weeks. They're going to have some movies. I think we might get Tenet in mm. our theaters over Labor Day. That's the rumor. I hope so. Maybe we could just like have a little moment of silence. We'll send a little grace to the movie gods so we can get Tenet playing here. Let's maybe just take a little let's take a little moment. Okay. Let's pray to the movie gods real quick. That felt refreshing that maybe we are going to get Tenet. I, honest, jokes aside, I know we just prayed to the movie gods, and that's <laughs> legit. But I think we're going to get that. What is kind of sad, the entire world is getting it before we do. Even China. Just, I'll put a mask on, man. I don't mind wearing a mask. I, I hope that movie's like three and a half hours long, and it's going to be his best movie i can't wait I'm, yeah, I'm pumped i mean he can't be his best he cannot top interstellar or dunkirk dunkirk top three Whew. you don't yeah. like that suck it <laughs> i was gonna say i need to go back and do nolan rewatch but yeah i i hope we get it and i just cannot wait that the movie the theaters open with is unhinged oh <laughs> Unhinged, and there was what else are they trying to push out? Antebellum, I think. Is that the name? No, that got moved completely. Well, it's going to be Interstellar, or I'm sorry, uh, Inception. Inception, they're bringing that out a week before, and then they'll also have Unhinged. So, a lot of old movies. One cool one I've still never seen this Unforgiven (laughs) is among. The movies Regal is bringing back. It's on HBO Max now. Do you think he'll save it for the theater? No, I'm not going to the theater for that. I'll risk my life for Tenet. I'm not risking it for Unforgiven when I can watch it at home. I'll risk it for Eastwood. It's worth it. Jeez, what if you had to do it but you couldn't wear a mask? What? I mean... No no one's allowed to wear a mask in the auditorium. Would you go see Tenet? If... Here's the thing. If the theater where I go, the, the Regal Theater... um that is in our city if i go and look that no one else is in the theater Mm -mm. i'd do it this is the scenario oh you can't change it it's a sold out showing goodness no no mask like no spacing no mask there's we'll give you a space between each seat so it's basically half occupancy oh man you're no masks i'd be so see tenant and see otherwise you have to wait a full year for it to come out on blu-ray I mean, I know that I'm good, but I would... You risk getting sick. Maybe, but I would have a straw where I'd be drinking soda the entire time. (laughs) You still got to bring that (laughs) in your nose. Oh, my gosh. I mean, maybe, maybe, would you? No, I wouldn't. It's not worth worth it. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to... I don't think I would die or get super sick. I don't want to risk it. You would hope not, but the thing is... I don't mind wearing a mask. The first person to cough or sneeze, which it will happen. Get that guy out of here. This is the thing, too. With Tenet, if we had to wear a mask, I'm not eating or drinking Mm -hmm. at the movies. I'm keeping it on. Well, and on top of that, someone brought up a good point. If you're drinking and 
just like the the wet like if you have a cup like at one of the theaters and you're drinking without a straw just the rim of that cup or with a straw it attracts more germs with just you like sucking on that nonstop. so i mean it's gonna be tough i want theaters to reopen but also know that we need to do this in a safe way and right now i just don't know if we can be safe about it until 2021 Jeez. Sadly. I, I, I think we're getting it. We, we might will. not get a lot movie, a lot movies. Ooh. We might not get a lot. What am I trying to say? <laughs> we might got, we might not get a lot of movies, but I think we're going to have that over Labor Day. It's going to be our one like small moment of just happiness and hope in 2020. And then come October, it's all going to be wiped away. Opening night, first showing. Would you go to Tenet? I get to wear a mask? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you'll be going Thursday night, 6 p.m.? For sure. <sighs> Tickets go on sale. I'm buying them ASAP. That's why I hope our uh, our local Alamo opens, or at least announces it's open, because right now Regal's the only one that said, I believe it's mm-hmm. August 21st is their yeah. plan. A- AMC hasn't made any official announcements other than trolling everyone with their Universal deal. I love that they had this huge feud with Universal and now they've literally screwed every other oh, studio. Yeah. It's just like, hey, within 17 days, do whatever you want. <laughs> Isn't that insane? There's a, How is it that Universal will stay in business after this? I mean, it's win-win for us. Yeah. But, but uni- 17 days is a long time because how it's rare I see a, it's something I want to see a week out of its release, re, a week past its release. Man. So 17 days by two weeks, I've already seen it. Yeah, but man, that's like, that that's fast. That's quick. I Nolan's never going to work with Universal. No, not at all. And it's like Eastwood, though. He's a WB man. Mm-hmm. Which I'm okay with. I think that's my favorite studio. I would say that is for me as well. It's like the classic studio. And they own like DC properties mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I love it. And they're getting their act together, shooting most of the Batman on a soundstage. Gee, I hope it doesn't look cheap. <laughs> it's a big concern. Well, that's going to do it for us, film fans. We will talk to you next time about Community Season 5. And until next time, keep watching. Keep watching.